We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? What is going on, guys? Welcome back to not a Wednesday night, but a Thursday night special Twitter Spaces live edition of the NFL schedule release. We have the official Detroit Lions schedule release. The official schedule just got released about just a couple minutes ago. I mean, we've had the leaks, but we just got confirmed that these are absolutely all correct. We're going to break down the schedule. Not necessarily any predictions for any of these games, but we're going to just break down the schedule where the Lions are starting, if they have any primetime games, um, just where they're playing, how, how it looks, where their bye week is. We're going to break down essentially everything, what the schedule looks like. It has been confirmed that this is the official Lions schedule. So with that being said, boys, how you guys doing? Pierre, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Enjoying this weather. It's been really nice out lately. How you guys doing? I'm loving it, man. Malcolm, how you doing, man? Whoa, how you doing, bro? I am here. I am loving everything right now, man. I, I'm feeling the schedule, feeling everything right now. I'm, I'm good, man. How you doing, bro? I was just going to ask, before we get into the schedule, like, what's your guys' thoughts on this day? Like, are you guys a fan of the, the NFL schedule release day, or is this just kind of another day for you? No, it's not like, I don't really care. I just want to see when our bye week is. We play on Thanksgiving, honestly. I don't really, like. I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much, like, everything gets leaked out during the day, so it's, like, it's weird. Like, it's supposed to be, like, isn't supposed to be, like, officially, like, It's supposed to be, like, today. right now, yeah. It's so, right now, it's supposed to be, like, a, it's supposed to be, like, released, but, like, all the teams know who they're playing. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, so. what's your thoughts on this day in general, though? Do you like this day, or do you just, like, don't care? I'm just, I just want to see who the hell we play, man. I, I mean, I it, it is... I, it is what it is. Yeah, like, like for me, like I, I really don't care all that much. I'm kind of like Pierre because, like, I already know the impo- we know the opponents for the next like eternity. We know every opponent we're gonna play essentially outside of the 17th game now, um, just because that's just how the NFL is with how they make their schedule every year. So, I mean, it's not really a special day for me in particular. 
I kind of just look for special things like Peter said, maybe a bye week, maybe if we have some national TV games, uh, who are Thanksgiving opponents with being a Lions fan because we get a Thanksgiving game every year. But then other than that, it's like, okay, how many cold games do we have? And that's something else I look into. So let's just get right into it. But, again, I'm not as big into the NFL schedule, at least I think as other people are. But, you know, I, I get it. It's it's cool. You get to see maybe if you're a road, uh, if you're a fan of a team and they're playing in your home city, maybe you, you're looking forward to that. I know Malcolm's like in Miami when they play the Lions. You know, the Dolphins playing Detroit, he probably looks for those. Well, when does the Lions are going to come to Miami? So, I guess I could see the you know the interest in that, but let's get right to it. So week one, the Lions are starting off at home. This is now three years in a row they're starting off at home, and they're starting off against the Philadelphia Eagles. Any thoughts and reactions to the Lions starting the season versus the Eagles at home? Yeah. So last year, the Lions got like their asses kicked by the Eagles, and I remember Aaron Glenn. He buried the tape of that game. You guys remember when he literally said that? He said he buried the tape of the game. So I think they're going to be fired up. And they're probably going to have that like that score probably blown up on the screens and shit. They're like, look what they did to us. We're not going to let this happen again. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, the Eagles actually improved a lot, though. Like, on paper, we'll see how they look on the field. But on paper, they've improved. They added A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in the league. They had a really good draft. Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean. Um, they have one of the best O-lines in football. Great running game. I think their defense has, like, you know, still some question marks. Yeah. I mean, what's your guys' thoughts, before looking at the Eagles in particular, but just looking overall at this schedule, what's your guys' thoughts on it? I know it's kind of tough to predict how these teams are going to look, but what's your guys' thoughts? Do you guys like how it's constructed? Do you think the Lions could have a fighter chance going into December? Um. I wish the bye week was a little later. Bye week is week six. I wish it was like week eight or week nine. When you look at the schedule, though, it's not like where you have a million hard games in a row and easy games. It's kind of a mixture. Like, there's some easy games in there mixed with some hard games. I like it. I do think, like, if they could stay healthy, they do have a chance. Um, Like, for example, Tyler, look at week, week 15 at the Jets, week I'm sorry, week 15 at Jets, week 16 at Panthers, week 17 Chicago, week 18 at Green Bay. Yeah. That's kind of a tough, the last four games, because you're away t- three times and home once. I was just going to say that they, they gave this team a lot of home games to start off the season in like September and early October. You got a lot of home games. You're only playing two road games before your bye week. Um, four out of your Four out of your six games are home. So you do have some road games, and that is going to be in December. And I'm looking at it right now. There are potentially five cold games in play for the Lions. It, it, depending on what the weather is in Chicago Week 10 and New York in Week 11, that's right before Thanksgiving. So that's in that middle, late November. So that could be cold, definitely. And then, like Peter mentioned, you look at the end of the season, you're going back to New York to play the Jets, going to uh, North Carolina to play the Panthers and then playing the Lambeau Field in early January. I mean, there are some cold games here, so that could be a plus or that could be a minus. I mean, for this team, that could honestly almost be a plus because their style of football, that could be a plus because their team that they are constructed to build, you know, they're, they're a team that's kind of meant to be playing in the cold. They're uh, a gritty team, a team that relies on their offensive line, a team that likes to run the ball. So that could maybe be an advantage for this team going to December football, potentially. I'm just looking at it early on right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, I like you know what? I'm I'm not too worried about the buy too much. I mean, I know it's kind of early. It's week uh week six. But I, I like the way it's set up. I like I like the way it's set up. I, I think week one is gonna be a really big measuring stick on where the lions are. Okay, I think Philadelphia, I think they're a really good football team. I think this year they're they're much improved. I know everybody talked about last year and you know we were we were hurt and this and that. They they beat us down and they're a lot better this year. So I think that's gonna be a really big uh, measuring stick as far as if this team needs work or if the Lions are legit. Imagine if the Lions go out to Philadelphia or you know Philadelphia come to Detroit and the Detroit Lions blow them out. What's that gonna say about the Lions? You know that's gonna be something huge. You know that's gonna say you know wait you know maybe this is maybe this football team is a lot better than we think it is. So the, as, this, I think that game's gonna be huge. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily the measuring stick because week one, like a lot of crazy stuff happens in week one. Yeah. Maybe the measuring stick is more like in week four, week five, you kind of have an idea of what your team is because the first few weeks, like guys are a little rusty. You know, some teams like don't really have an identity yet and all that. I think once you get more into like week four, week five, week six, you kind of know what you are. Yeah, what, what I mean by that is because, you know, I think Philadelphia is a really good football team. I think they're a good football team on both sides of the ball. So I think like it'll be better like 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 for example we're playing against the Bears and we beat the Bears everybody's like oh you know the Bears are just the Bears you know that doesn't hold that much weight but I think if we beat the Philadelphia Eagle Week One I think I think it, it shows promise for this team yeah I see what you're saying and for all you betters out there Philly has opened as four point favorites. Whoever's touching the betting lines this early no? on to the process, yeah, you're, you are psycho. Yeah, you're yeah, psycho. Bro. Tell yeah, you, you put a hundred on that. Thought you put a hundred on that. Uh, absolutely not. We go day by yeah. day. Malcolm knows the yeah. rules. We go day yeah. by day. I don't know. Yeah, your whole team could be hurt, bro. You could be playing with yeah, no quarterback, yeah. no quarterback, no, no, nobody. <laughs> Hell, Dan Campbell might have to go out there and put on some pads. <laughs> Play some never, never know, but. You know, you look at the first part of this bye week, I think that's a very big telling on how the season could go for you. Not necessarily, you know, maybe not division-wise, like how you could come in division, but like as far as maybe you have a chance in December to just be in the hunt, be in the picture that Fox or CBS displays in the hunt. I think that those six games is a very big telling on how the season could go, honestly, uh, because you start off with two home games. You have a division game week three. Uh, play versus Seattle week four, that's building team. And then week five at New England, that could be a tough game. But again, I mean, looking early on right now, we don't know how that team is going to be. I think looking at these first six games, not trying to make any predictions, but if the Lions could go maybe 500 or four and two, you're giving yourself maybe a shot to do something come later on the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so just a fun fact. So this was actually reported today. Some Patriots B-Raiders said either Matt Patricia or Joe Judge will be calling the offense. I know. That is absolutely crazy to think that Matt Patricia, the defensive guru, could be on the offense side of the ball now. And, wow, I mean, we're going to see him. We're going to see him in Foxborough this year. Um, and, and we're going to see him. Week five. Run, run, pass. You know, run, run, pass. And if it's third and long, they're going to run the ball. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean four and two. I meant uh, four, and, four and one because it's five games. Sorry. But – um, you got my point. You have a legitimate shot to maybe make some noise in these first six weeks. It's going to be a big telling on maybe how the season can go. But then after that bye week, again, I mean, you got some tough games. There, I mean, you're playing Dallas. That's a tough environment to play in. Miami, they're a revamped team. And then you play another division team like Green Bay. 
I don't know. The schedule doesn't look too bad looking really early on right now. Like, I, I think – I'm not saying the Lions are a playoff team, but I could see this team making being in the hunt in December. I, I could see with the schedule how it's constructed. I could see this team being in the hunt in December. So kind of like the Eagles were last year, like seven to eight wins, seven to exactly. nine wins, something like that. Yeah, I could see them being in the – you know, I, I think – Like eight and seven or nine and eight or whatever or seven and ten. That's kind of where I have them right now. I said anywhere from six to nine wins this year. I know that's a kind of a, a broad number, but I, anywhere from that range, I could see the Lions being this year with just how the schedule's constructed. Yeah, that's what I have too, honestly. Six to nine wins. I think that's pretty fair. Um, I'm looking at one thing that's kind of like, it's kind of tough. So week 11, week 10, you're at Chicago. Week 11, you're at New York. And then from New York, you have a short week playing Buffalo. Yeah. At, or, that that's that's going to be tiring. That's going to be a tough. Um, hopefully, they'll be healthy during that week because if we have some injuries, those guys will probably be out. You got two away games and then you play on a short week at home. And two cold games too, potentially. New York and um, Chicago outdoors. Yep. So we'll see what happens there. But it's kind of similar to last year. They had I think Pittsburgh and Cleveland, and then they had their Thanksgiving game versus Chicago. So that was. We know those games. They were very cold, very shitty weather-wise, and they uh, played the Bears at home on Thanksgiving, which, uh, you know, they, they ended up losing the game ultimately. But I don't know. Um, I, I have a question it. for you guys. So, like, a lot of people were, like, upset we got the Bills. We're going to get our ass kicked on national television or whatever. I'm actually excited. We had to play Josh Allen on national TV, and if we could upset him on national TV, that would be awesome. That's a big if. That's a big, big if, that's a huge, but, huge if, huge if. Um, I don't like. I don't know who's going to be in or out. Obviously, it's totally talk about it. But let's just assume like the way the rosters are now. You never know, man. Yeah, I mean, anything is possible. Any given Sunday, man, or in this case, any given Thursday. Right. I mean, it's it's cool. I like it. I I like I said before the season when we like when we were preparing for the schedule drop. I would want to see either a division game like usual or give me one of those AFC teams that are going to come in town. Not Jacksonville, but Buffalo or Miami. Give me one of those two or a division game on Thanksgiving, and I got that. When I saw that fake account that ultimately ended up being fake, which I didn't believe in the first ball, but a lot of people were retweeting and liking the stuff. Uh, that I was saw, Just say my name, goddammit. Yeah, you said Lions-Bears week one. But the guy released <laughs> or leaked Commanders-Lions Thanksgiving. I'm like, there's no shot the NFL is putting this on Thanksgiving. There's just no shot they're doing this. So to see Lions Bills being confirmed, I think that makes a lot more sense as far as NFL standard wise, ratings wise, and it should be a solid game overall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the Detroit Lions could make this somewhat of a game on Thanksgiving, I mean, it'll be good. Just hopefully it's not like a a blowout. That'd That's be what I'm just hoping. That'd be it's, embarrassing. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of getting embarrassed on national TV, you know. So, if it's a close game and we lose, it is what it is. If we pull an upset, that's going to be huge for the Lions. But if they get blown out on national TV, it's going to be like, it's going to be, you're going to hear that conversation. It's like, oh, the Lions lose again on Thanksgiving. Why are they here on Thanksgiving? Like, can't they replace them on Thanksgiving? You're like, you keep hearing it. It's like, yo, shut up. Yeah. I believe under Caldwell, <laughs> they never lost on Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken, under Caldwell. They mm-hmm. lost in 2017, I think, Pierre. So they lost one game. Okay, who was that against? Minnesota. The game I think we oh, never yeah. lost. Why the, the, t- t- the t- 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 
Tyler, why do you remember this? Why do you remember this, goddammit? Why? <laughs> no, yeah, you are right, but I'm saying, like, we had more success with Caldwell during Thanksgiving games. Obviously, the Campbell era doesn't, like, last year's whatever, you're kind of rebuilding or whatever. When's our last Thanksgiving uh, win? 2016? How are we going to skip past the fact that Tyler knows this answer? I Was that 2017, Peter? Am I right there? Was that Vikings game 2017? I don't remember, Tyler. I don't I'm have pr- your memory. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was... It was. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even remember who we played in 2017. Okay, <laughs> me too. I think it was the Vikings. I think I'll look it up. I'll confirm. But I think it was the Vikings game where we all thought Nevin Lawson got a blocked field goal and he scored a touchdown. And you started going crazy. And we all started going crazy, all for it to come back, <laughs> and we lost the game ultimately. Yeah. Um. You guys want to bring up some speakers? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up while you guys uh while you guys do that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo. What's going on, Mike? What's players? You guys are – I I, – Pierre, you cracked me up when you said that, talking about Buffalo – we can upset them, man. They're gonna whip our ass, man. Come on. I wouldn't say. I mean, you never know, bro. Like, no. Obviously, Buffalo, in my opinion, right now is the best team in the league, yeah, right? Yeah. But like, you never know what could happen, and also, like, there could be injuries and other stuff. We just don't know. It's way too early to like talk it about is. the matchup. <laughs> it is, but they just got the best player in the league. You know, I mean, he's so clear. I could confirm too. Yeah, he's clear. Twenty seventeen. That was twenty seventeen Thanksgiving. Sorry, yeah, I just bro, want to confirm yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that's you know what, though? I look at the schedule and I see nine wins. Am I crazy? No, that's kind of what I have a max stat, like six to nine. I could see that. If they stay healthy, you know, if they pull out a win, like they're not supposed to get. I just – I could see I mean, that. I, don't, I, think, I think we split with Minnesota and Chicago. I think we split with Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to really struggle without Adams. And they're relying way too much on um, – Young wide receivers, which is a huge part of their offense. You got to remember, though, with Green Bay, they got those two running backs, AJ Dillon and um, Aaron Jones, and then their defense is really good. I think they're going to rely on their running game and defense and all that. Correct. Get their pass. It's still Aaron Rodgers, bro. It's still Aaron Rodgers. Listen, they're they're, they're up there. But what I'm saying is, you know, you you, you think Jackson, though, that's an easily winnable game. Seattle's a winnable game. Washington's a winnable game. Um, You know, Miami is going to be a winnable game. I think that that team is, is, we get them early enough to where they haven't completely gelled. Um, New England, I think, is a winnable game. You know, like, there's a lot of them that are in here. Carolina, 
I think it's a winnable game. The Jets, winnable game. There's the Giants, winnable game. You know, they, 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 it's breaking right for them. You know what I mean? Like, like there's only a handful of these games where you can probably say they're significant underdogs. But I think, like, if, if Goff plays the way he played the last six games and we get Jameson Williams back quicker than we think and we get our offensive line to stay healthy for one fucking year, I mean, this is going to be, you know, this, I mean, you got to remember, guys, we had so many injuries last year. So many. I mean, how many did we finish off with IR? Do you guys remember? Was it like 13 players on IR? Don't know. Don't know the exact number, but it was something crazy. And especially you had to factor in with COVID, too. Some games they had the COVID outbreak, like when they played Denver. And I think Minnesota was one of them. So that was also in play. But, yeah, injuries, COVID, it was crazy last year. The first 10 games, I can easily see them winning five. Easily. And I I think that that, you take those away – I think Philly is a winnable game. Getting Philly early, I think, is a very winnable game, too. I, I, I agree. You know what I mean? So, like, getting Philly later in the season when they've gelled with A.J. Brown and a few other things, that's, that's probably harder. But, I mean, I think Detroit's going to – I think they're going to have a nice second. If you look from week 13 on, take a look at week 13 on after, week, after Thanksgiving. Tell me one game that you see there that you think outside of the, at Green Bay that they're probably not – Closely favored, favored or very close. Pick them, like three. The, I would assume by the betting lines, they're going to be pretty much split for all those games. I would assume. Exactly. Like, Pick I think the I think I think they'll be pretty close. Yeah, it's going to be pretty much fifty fifty. You know, I think they're going to be all pretty close games. And and I was just saying that the December schedule, I think, almost kind of favors the Lions' style of football. I mean, the Lions' style of football that they want to run. Not saying that they're this team yet, but the style of football they want to run. They play like a playoff team. They play like the teams you want mm-hmm. in the playoffs, a team that's gritty, a team that's going to run the ball well, a team that has a good offensive line. I mean, they have the playoff mindset. I'm not saying they're there yet necessarily, but they have the mindset of being a playoff team. The, those are the teams that are usually the most scary in the playoffs, the teams that could rely on their offensive line, teams that can rely on their run game. And having these cold games in December, you're kind of going into the Lions – Style of play. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this, and I'll dip, and I'll let you guys talk about it. But when you think about it, what's the biggest thing that needs to happen for this team to win nine games? My opinion, and like I said, I'll listen to you guys. I'll let some of us get up here. My opinion, it all rests on the shoulders of Jared Goff. If Jared Goff can be a top 15, 12, 13 starter, I think we easily win nine games. I think if he plays like he did the first 10 games last year, we're probably winning four, maybe five. I'd say staying healthy. That's the number one thing um, to get nine, 10, 11 wins, whatever it is. Staying healthy and then also having your young guys um, play to their potential. Like Levi improves this year. Hutch like, has a great year for JMO plays. Like You need everything to go right almost like to have like a 10, 11 win season, right? I... I think yeah, I think health is is the main key. It's health. I'm expecting Jared Goff. I don't I don't think we're gonna see that first first ten, twelve, thirteen games of Jared Goff that we seen last year. I don't think we're gonna see that type I don't think we're gonna see that Jared Goff because um Anthony Lynn is not here anymore. I think Anthony Lynn was a big part of the reason why Jared Goff was playing that way. Now that he has Ben Johnson for the whole year, I'm expecting Jared Goff to play solid football. So I'm I don't I think I don't think he's like the key to that. I think I'm expecting him to play football. I think it's injuries, yeah. and I'll also say one thing. Um, 
if we have a breakout person, like one of the one of these guys we drafted late and have like an Amon Ross say Brown effect, like say if Malcolm Rodriguez come out and becomes a star. You know, he comes out he because he's our starter and he just balls the hell out, you know. I think that could elevate this team and they could win, they could exceed that nine wins. If we just have one of those breakout guys um at the end of our at the end of our draft. Let me let me ask you this one quick thing and I'm again I'll let somebody else. Which which has a better chance of being a top five unit, the wide receiving core or the defensive line? Wide receivers. I would go wide receivers as well. I think the uncertainty of Jameson Williams, his capability of could be the wide receiver one in the class, and the trust they have in the guy, I would go wide receiving core. Yeah, wide receiving core, man. They have a lot of speed out there this year, man. I love Don't it. Don't sleep on Cephas, too. Do not sleep on Cephas. Everybody forgets about Cephas. Well, right. I, 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 I bring him up all the time, man. Cephas is the underdog, man. He's in an interesting spot right now, honestly. I wouldn't even say he's a lock to make this roster right now. I really don't oh, think he's a lock. come on. Okay, okay, here, let's think about it. You got – He's the fourth best. You got Jamison Williams. You got Amon Rossi and Brown. Those are locks. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Brown signed like three mil guaranteed or something like that. That's a lock. You, you re-signed – who'd you say, Pierre? Reynolds. Oh, Char- those guys are locks. You got Shark. You got Reynolds. I mean okay. – is- I mean, where, where are you putting him? You're putting him at five? Yeah, you, you, five. You, also, you also got Khalif Raymond, too. I forgot about freaking Reynolds, man. Shit. I think it's between Reynolds and Cephas right now. I don't know if both guys make the team right now. If I'm going to predict this. Six. Majority they, of the teams last year carried six wide receivers. They could well, he'd carry. be fifth. He'd be fifth. Cephas fifth. Who are you leaving out? Hodge? Ray, uh, no, I, 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 Hodge I mean, not even I mean, on the team anymore, but... Not Hodge. I mean, a uh, small little shifty guy. What's his name again? Khalif Raymond. Kennedy. Khalif Raymond. Yeah. Khalif Raymond. Oh, Khalif. So, so he. So they. So I think it's between him and. I don't think they're going to carry six Pierre. I think that's a lot for this team. Well, they I mean, could I mean, because you got to remember, Jameson could be hurt. Chark has dealt with injury issues in his career. You need that. Now, if you want to get rid of Khalif Raymond, who's going to be your returner? At that well, point? you also have like competition in other spots, right? They they signed yeah. some. I'm running back. And you're, and you're going to keep three tight ends because last and, year they got screwed by not keeping three tight ends and they would always rotate these these practice squad players. So I think they're going to keep three tight ends. There's no way you're going to keep three tight ends and six receivers. That's unheard of. And, no, a lot of teams do that. And, and if you do that, though, I'm saying, but what's the role for Cephas at that point? Or Reynolds? One of them has to be inactive probably on game well, day. Well, it depends, you, you, like, if JMO starts on NFI or Puff or whatever. Well, that's or, I'm true, sorry, yeah. Puff, not NFI, yeah, PUP. Yeah, that could happen. But I'm and saying also, if – like, I don't like saying home. this, but during camp, there's always injuries. Every team gets injuries, and I know it sucks. But it's always good to have depth. And then someone gets hurt, for example, you have depth, right? Like, so you, you trust Stevens as a wide receiver 3-4 if needed for, like, a few games, right? I agree. I agree. So, yeah. No, love yeah, you I, guys, man. I'll let you guys let me balance. But love what you guys are doing, man. Keep it up. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Get it. Yeah, right. no, I uh, think if we're, if we're just assuming a healthy wide receiver core, which like Peter said, that probably is never going to happen. But if you do have fully healthy receivers, I think that's an interesting question. Yeah, what's but, going on? Is yeah, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Good, man. How you I'm doing? I'm a little tired. Just got off the work, man. But I was excited for the schedule release. Um, sure. Hey, man, I'm not hating it, bro. Uh, I'm liking what they did. Um, I'm liking the... You know, a couple home games back to back, couple of away games back to back. I like the di- I like the diversity of it. I like I like what they you know what they put together. Uh, I'm excited about that Buffalo, a Buffalo Thanksgiving game. I mean, just for the reason that like I like it. You know, I like the hard game. You know, put us on the spot, put them on the hot seat. I want to see what they can do under pressure, and you know, depending on what that does to them, 
we're going to see whether these guys are going to be able to make it up in the future or they they might shock us and pull it out then, right then. On the... I'm with you, Sensei. I love challenges, um, especially on national TV, man. If you could shock the world, because everyone's expecting a blowout, right? But if you could make it a competitive game or shock the world somehow. One day and that's game. what we've done in the past. That's what we've done in the past is, is right. make – make the teams fight for the win. That's We've done that so many times in the past. Like that one game that we lost against Kansas City and we were just coming out from behind, just, you know, punching them, like, you know, landing blows and we were keeping the score tight. In the end, we lost the game, but, hey, they had to fucking fight for that win. You know what I mean? And you know the NFL's intentions with this game. They want Josh Allen to flourish on national TV. They want Josh Allen to embarrass the Lions on yeah. national TV. Oh. And now the Lions have an opportunity here to change the narrative and change the script and be like, oh, maybe the Buffalo won the game. But, hey, look at these Lions. They went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in, in football. And when you're in this position with the Lions, you're okay with the moral victory at this point of the, of the rebuilds. Not that you necessarily are going to aim for that. You're never going to target for moral victories. But if you go toe-to-toe with the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving, I'll absolutely be you know, satisfied with the team. Just Even if it's you know, like do- a field goal loss – Exactly. I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, I agree with you. And honestly, like it depends how they lose it. If they lose it, or you know what I mean. Like if they do yeah. some stupid, I don't. It's too early to talk. It's about way it. too early to talk. It's way too early to talk about it. But I like, just, I just don't want to see the meme. I just don't want to see the Brian from Family Guy meme, bro. That, every time I see yeah, that, meme. exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness, bro. But I don't know. I'm excited about the schedule. I love that Miami game. Um, I'm, I live all the way in California, and I'm trying to take my dad to a Lions game this year for Father's Day. As a okay. gift, but uh, I'm I'm just trying to see which home game I want to go to, man. Whether it's Seattle, whether it's Miami, whether or Jacksonville, even I don't know one of those one of those three. But I'm excited, man. It's gonna be a fucking crazy season. And what I what and everybody dogs on me for being a Lions fan here in Cali, but um, I mean the thing is, is just like I remind everybody, I'm like it's it's a it's a completely different team now. You know the the narrative has definitely changed there in Detroit, and you know it's it's something to look forward to. Whether whether it fails catastrophically or it flourishes surprisingly, it's it's going to be exciting to watch, and that's what I tell everybody all the time. What part of Cal are you from? I'm from Pasadena, home of the Rose Bowl. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got. Nice. I was going to say, did you uh, attend the LA game last year when they when the lines went? I uh, was. I just. I couldn't get the day off, man. Um, I'm. I was in the police academy at the time. I graduated, and now I'm a full flown cop. So like, I. I have the ability to request that time off. But at that point, I was in like the peak of the police academy. Okay. Nice. Okay. okay. Uh, but okay. yeah, I mean, you don't 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 feel bad, man. I'm in. I live in um South Florida, and I'm a Lions fan, so. <laughs> I feel your pain. No, I feel your pain. It's cool, man. No, but I'm just like I don't know, man. I'm I. It, it's it's definitely going to be a different season this season. And like how everybody's saying, those first five weeks are going to be, you know, I don't want to say it's going to be the, how do I say it? Like, it's not going to be like the, the foreshadowing the to what type of season yeah. we're going to have. I don't think we're going to see that till way later. Um, but those first five weeks are definitely going to be interesting. You know, it's just because everybody's getting back into it. You know, season's just started. Everybody's finding their roles. You know, everybody has different assignments at that point, And those assignments will change later on in the season. So it's just like we're going to see them roughing out the edges there. And whether those we come out with, you know, three and two or two and three or we go, you know, or we would have, God forbid, one and four. Like, I mean, I don't know, but we're going to see, you know, a stronger team further down the stretch. I love that early buy so that way they can get in and be like, all right, what's going right? What's going wrong? Let's, you know, capitalize on that and then move along forward. I, I love that early buy. Okay. 
I really okay. hope we don't. I really hope we don't start one and one and four. No, no, that's that. See, obviously, you don't want then. that. Like, I, ha- I have, I have, I've seen so many tweets of somebody saying that Philadelphia lost, Washington lost, Minnesota lost, and then finally win Seattle and lose against New England. And I'm like, um, huh? I don't know. I like, I don't yeah, see I that. Mean, yeah, I don't. I honestly think they have a shot to go maybe three and two. Um, with three, that first half of the three, schedule, I think three and two would be very ideal. Obviously, five and zero is always the goal, but I think yeah, three and two, yeah, three and two. I think three very and two would be. I think three and two would be a very, very, very good scenario. Three, three and two, yeah. three and two is a good scenario, but I, I also call it practical. I don't see it that much of an issue. Like, I mean, honestly, like they just got to be able to get things going, man. Like for me, it's just for me. I think Jared Goff, all he has to do is just you know pass the ball around, bro. Like spread the ball evenly between you know you got. So you got Hawkinson at tight end. You got so many receivers. We're stacked at receiver. We have, you know, Williams and Swift back there in the in the backfield. And it's just like if we can spread that ball evenly, keep the defense guessing, keep them on their heels, and spread the ball out, whether it's sideline to sideline, going deep, you know, it's just we're gonna, you know, shock defenses because it's just we've never had so many weapons like this before. Yeah, it's I'm expecting. Been... I'm expecting. A, I'm expecting a three and two, that first half. If they could go four, if they go four and one, that that'll be a plus. I'll be really happy to go four and one. Hell, if they go five and no shoot. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, we have to, we have to wait week by week, man. It's for those, yeah, it's like just way it's way too early to look that deep into it. But as far as looking at it now, I'm expecting I'm expecting a three and two. Assuming everyone's healthy and everything. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, and then that Dallas game is gonna be a one be a big one too. I'm really excited for that Dallas game. Yeah, it's in Jerry's world too. So. Uh, I'm going to try to go to that one. We'll see, though, with work and everything. Yeah. All right, Sensei. Appreciate you coming on, brother. Right, Thanks, Thanks guys. On, hey, you guys are awesome, man. I love yeah. listening Keep to the podcast the and exactly, everything. Baby. It's great, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank yep. you, Sensei. Sensei. Right, I'm going to bring up uh, Tyler sensei. and then Tink. So let's bring up Tyler. Hey, we, I mean, Foxborough. Wait, there, there's two Tylers? There's, I've, there's I've, Tyler and Tyler? Tyler and I've, Tyler. I've been talking about Foxborough, man. I want to go to Foxborough this, hey. this, this year. <laughs> Yeah, am I coming? Am I coming in all right? I'm in my car right now, so I don't know if I sound like. Yeah, you sound good. I hear your turn signal a little bit, but you're good. Oh yeah, I'm just (laughs) driving home from work. I really didn't get to look at it, but just for my convenience sake, this schedule sucks, man. We have no games that start later than one o'clock. If I'm out late on a Saturday, I gotta wake up early and watch these guys. Then I'm from New York, and Jets tickets were like five bucks, so cheap. So I'm like an early September game. October would have been perfect. It's in December 20th. Every Lions yeah. game I've gone to, it's been wet and, like, rainy and snowy, and it just sucks. I wish that game was earlier in the year. But What about the Giants? You go week 11. They, like, quadruple giant tickets. It's insane. But uh, Really? Yeah. Oh. If it's, like, Jets are, like, that's 20, Giants would be 80. It's insane. But, that's uh, uh, that's surprising me. From what it looks let's like, go to, it looks um, good. let's go to the Meadowlands. Meadow, yeah, I mean, man, <laughs> I've been there. I hate that stadium; it's terrible. But I gotta go. I gotta supply. I gotta go see a line. I haven't been to a game in like five years at least. So I mean, it looks pretty good though. Pretty uh, pretty well. I just hate that early buy. I feel like toward the end of the year, if you get gas and stuff like that, I feel like we always get screwed with that early buy. But whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Honestly. I'm I'm fine with it because you can look you can look at what you did the first quarter of the season, and you can say all right, and then you can make your adjustments. So I'm I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it too. Ideally, I'd probably like it to be like week eight, week nine. Ideally, it's week six. Like so, if it was pushed back a couple weeks, that would be like my best case scenario. But I'm kind of with you because 
I'm I'm kind of I'm glad that they stacked up these cold games in December. I'm I'm looking forward to see how the Lions brand of football ends up forming in December because I think that's really their brand of football and that's what they want to do. So I think this could favor their schedule because they're not one of these pretty teams like the Chiefs or the Bills where you know we're going to sling the ball 60 times, 70 times in the game. They're a team that wants to run down your throat and cold weather. That's the type of weather you do that type that type of stuff in. And if that's their advantage, then shit. Let's let's play I, it. I think our looking at the schedule, man. They have like the schedule that they could get hot towards the end of the year. Just look at the opponents that they have here. Like if they go, like they beat you know the Jets week fifteen, beat Carolina, beat Chicago, and just say Green Bay already won a division. They're benching their starters, or say whatever, and they beat Green Bay, and just say we're a wild card team. That's a pretty good way to go into the wild card, if that does happen. You know that I think I think. They're, they're set up nicely. I like, I, like, I, like, I like the way they have it set up, man. You know, one it. thing that I just noticed is the Lions are the only team that don't have a primetime game. Every other NFL team has at least That was on. my one thing, I too, watching in New York, man. I need those primetime games. I got to watch it on Red Zone on the game cast. So a primetime game would have been nice. It's only that Thanksgiving game. Yeah. That's not I mean, even really primetime. That's just... I mean, they 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 said that we already have our enough enough of our prime time with the. I mean, um, it's understandable. The hard I mean, knocks. they weren't good, right? <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, was gonna say, I mean, they weren't yeah. good, but it's understandable. It's understandable. I mean, since he, the team that went to the Super Bowl last year only had one prime time game last year. Now I believe they have five going into the yeah. season. I mean, you got to earn it. You got to earn these games. I mean, we saw it. the Lions earned it at one point. It was, um, I want to say, what year was it? Well, it was the, yeah, it was 2014, was it? and then 2015, they got, like, a boatload of national TV games. Remember that? And, we screwed, uh, and what did we do with it? We screwed what did we, it up. We screwed <laughs> it up. We yeah. probably lost every single primetime game that year. No, do you, do you remember we had a back-to-back primetime game? Remember it was You're really going to ask me? You're going to ask me this question? If I remember, what, oh, 2016, okay, I'll, Tyler? I'll, I'll, 2015. But 2015. I'll tell you this. No, Tyler, I do not remember. Okay, we had the Broncos and the and the Seattle Seahawks back-to-back. Yeah, the yeah, Broncos yeah. game was Sunday Night Football, and the Seahawks game was Monday Night that was the game with you know the, the bat out of the KJ back of the Wright, end zone, batted right? ball. Exactly. Oh, yep. Dude, that yep. That game. That yeah, but we had back-to-back national TV games, and I think late September and early October. So the Lions got their respect that year, but like Malcolm <laughs> said, they <laughs> absolutely blew it. And then they said never. They said, "Oh, they said y'all. They said never again." <laughs> We, we we let these Lions fans really influence us. We thought they were going to do something this year. Right. They said never again. They said shit. We gave y'all y'all shot. This is what y'all do with it? No, no, not again. But this no, I think zero, we, we, we can earn it, man. Especially, especially if everything goes well. You know, the season is solid. We have a solid season. I think we get we we get our prime time games back next next year. That last week could be flexed. The last few games sometimes they flex them too. So it, yeah. it could be flexed depending on the situation. Say they're both in the hunt, and this is a meaningful game. If mm. there's no if there's no division because week 18 is all division game. If there's no division on the line because you have to play. I think they do two Saturday games and the rest are Sunday. So as long as there's not two other division games on the line, yeah, that Lions-Packers game could potentially be on the line if the Lions are in a playoff hunt. Because last year, the Eagles and Cowboys got the Week 18 Saturday night game, whatever, on ESPN. And the Eagles weren't fighting for a division. They were just fighting for a playoff spot, and they still got the national TV game. So that could be flux to a Saturday night, potentially. Yep. Lee, how's it going, bro? What's up, Lee? What's going on, y'all? How you doing? 
What's going on? How you doing? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, like uh, like you were saying, Tyler, like they'll probably get flexed into that game if they're like competitive at the end of the season. Um, my mm-hmm. prediction is that uh, the Lions are gonna go ten and seven, and um, mm, they're gonna let's go, they're, they're man. Gonna, they're gonna win the division in Week 18 against the Packers, and it's gonna, oh, it's gonna be a snowball game. So there's gonna be snow everywhere, and uh, Panay Sewell is gonna have a William Refrigerator Perry uh, last second touchdown. Ooh. Yeah, you went to straight details with this. Like, did you see this? Like, somewhere? Like, did you did you dream? You dream this? You dream this? Okay. Exactly. You see, it makes sense. This this is why I love talking about the line season in May because we could do hey, this man. type of stuff. You, know, we, you can we, dream. This is when we, all the dreams we, are there. We could dream. We could be optimistic. We could talk about being in the division race in week eighteen. I you love know what they it. Say, I love hot it. Weather, you know, the mind goes crazy. So it is. Yeah, what it's the honeymoon stage right now. We're we're in the honeymoon stage right now. No, but real talk. The for me with this team. Like the two most important things are that I'm looking forward to is first of all just staying healthy. Like, can we get like a healthy season out of Hawkinson and Swift? And then I'm looking forward to Okuda coming back. But the main thing for me with this team is Aaron Glenn and his defense. Like, they're gonna have uh, more pressure uh, on the quarterback, which will like take pressure off the linebackers in the secondary. And I feel like if we could get to like even being 17th or 18th in defense, like that will take this team a long way because I'm not concerned with the offense played pretty well down the stretch last year when they were like when they finally got a good wide receiver in Reynolds, right? So I'm looking forward to the to rushing the passer and what that does to the defense. Yeah, I think I think the offense just got better because of Ben Johnson just just assisting. Um, it made the offense a lot better. Yeah, and and you right. get Ragnall back too. That that should help. Um, that's a big piece right there. And like with all these weapons now, like if if you give if you give Jared Goff a running game and a deep threat, like I think we could be a pretty good offense. Yeah, man. I I, I think I think it's there, man. I think they have. They have some pieces to play with. And I I think they could. I mean, who knows? I mean, your prediction could be right. They could win ten games this year. Who knows? Because, uh, I, said I ten, Pierre, you said ten and seven. Yeah, ten and seven. Because I was hearing Pierre earlier talking about like Green Bay's running game, but a lot of people don't talk about what Devonte Adams did for their running game. It took people out of the box. Like I want to see what their running game looks with, uh, like Christian Watson out there. You know what I mean? Like that's going to be a huge difference. Christian Watson yeah. can stretch the field. I mean, no, I'm I, alone, but man. he's raw. He's raw. He's not Devonte Adams. I think that's a good point. I don't think people are really realizing what the Packers are without Devontae Adams. And now that could change any point. There's still some solid free agent wide receivers. They can go out and get like a Jarvis Landry. And obviously that's not gonna be Devontae Adams, but they can go out and get someone out. They can go out and get someone pretty good. But losing Devontae Adams and not replacing him, I mean, I know they got Aaron Rodgers and that's great and all, but this could be a big issue for Green Bay on their offense side of the ball. They got, they they got, they got Walmart, Julio Jones, Sammy Watkins. Like, that does not scare me as much as Devontae Adams. Like, Devontae no, Adams doesn't. was the guy that whenever he's there, like, he catches everything, and you just can't stop him. And then, yeah. Christian, and then Christian Watson's like, you know, you picked him at, I think, what, pick 34? And, like, he could be good. But, like, again, he's coming from North Dakota State. How is he going to transition to the league? I like him as a prospect, but am I saying he's a guaranteed hit? Absolutely not. I'm not saying he's a guaranteed yeah. hit. No, he's not. But the thing with the Packers, man, you look at you know the pa- like throughout the years, man, it's it's kind of it's kind of scary to a point because like Aaron Rodgers just keeps finding these guys, like he keeps finding receivers. You're right. No, Starts, and that, and that's you know, what the quarterbacks from, do. Went from you know who, who was the first receiver? Was it was it uh, Jordy Nelson? Was this was that his first receiver? 
Uh, was, Don, was, was, was Donald Driver there when he was there? Oh, or no? Yeah, Donald, Greg I, Jennings. Donald was like Greg Jennings. Greg, Greg Jennings. Jennings. So it was Greg Jennings. Cobb. And then once he fades away, I don't know where you have Jordy Nelson. Like, oh, where the fuck Jordy Nelson come from? Then Jordy Nelson fades away. Then you have Devontae Adams. You're like, oh, they're, they're, where did they get these receivers from? They're, they're like the, <laughs> they're the NFC Steelers, where the Steelers just find guys in the draft. They just find guys. Find so like that's why it's like. Out of central Michigan. Like, they just find these wide receivers later in the draft and develop them. Exactly. That's why I'm kind of like, uh, this, 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 uh, pump the brakes up just a little bit. The reason why I bring this up is is because this is the most vulnerable Aaron Rodgers has been in his whole career. Like, it just seems like things are like coming to an end. So I would not be surprised if they struggle for like the first half of the season. Exactly. And I was going to say, like, I I wish we played Green Bay Packers a lot earlier because I think there will be a lot of figuring out for them to do for the Packers. But, once you see them in week nine, week ten, and week eighteen, I think well, they have They might have it figured out by then. That's fair, but you play the Eagles, who again have a lot of new offensive pieces. Uh, the Commanders have a brand new quarterback. The Seahawks have a brand new quarterback. I mean, they're, they're oh super- no, I already know that. Yeah, the, yeah. the first half of our schedule is really nice. I said we might go. I'm really predicting yeah. us to go three and two. That's see, what I'm saying. Tyler, so you have the opportunity to win some games here. My thing oh, is yeah, just, absolutely. just win the games that you're supposed to win and give us a few surprises here and there. And that to me gets you to like nine, ten wins. And yeah. that's what the good teams do. If you win the if you that's so much easier said than done though. If you could win the games that you're supposed to win, then yes, you they absolutely should be happy. Should, you absolutely should be <laughs> in that spot. You should win nine games. You should win uh ten games. Because then you could expect some surprises as well with yeah, please, that. Please, please, let's not make Zach Wilson look like Tom Brady, please. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't expect. I mean, or, Zach or, Wilson. Or that, I like Zach. Like that. <laughs> yeah, Zach is a good quarterback. No, but Zach. Zach's a good quarterback prospect. But I need him to throw the ball to Deshaun Elliott like at least two times. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Who knows, man? You know, one thing you guys did mention was AG's defense. It has also a lot of question marks. Sort of Jerry's coming off an injury. Just coming off an injury. You have whose who, uh, who defense? Defense. Then you have oh, Buddha. How does Akuda look right? Derek Barnes. Is Derek Barnes going to take that jump that we're expecting? Is Levi Anzaruki going to bounce back? Like, is he going to play well? Yeah, but Pierre, I guess my question is yes, those are big question marks. I'm not going to dust them off, but they were. But I'm okay. not done. Hold up, hold up. One thing, though, that I love are the edge rushers Charles Harris, Aiden Hutchinson. You got Julian O'Quara, who's, who's a situational pass rusher right now. If Romeo comes back healthy, then you have Hutch, and then you have Charles Harris rotating in. That could be dangerous. My point I was getting to is the DBs were not bad at the end of the season, at least your corners. I mean, you had Melifanu, you right. had Imani, and uh, who was their nickel? A.J. Parker. Like, they were pretty good for you in December. Hell, oh, even, bro. Hell, even Will Harris was good. Will Harris, Pierre's favorite player, had a few decent he, plays he, at cornerback. He was, he, was, he was solid at corner. He Yo, was solid at corner for jersey, so he's Malcolm's favorite player. <laughs> he's my favorite player? I mean, I'm Bro. I mean, I, I, I'll rock it. No, you, no, you wouldn't. You remember? Uh, I, I would rock a Charles. Uh, what's it called? A Will Harris jersey. No, you didn't even say his name right, so that's how I know you wouldn't rock that jersey. <laughs> no, he, called, he, he called Will Harris Charles Woodson. That's funny. <laughs> I was about to say, I was, I gonna, I was gonna accidentally. I was accidentally about Charles to say Harris. Charles Harris. No, he did look like Char- he did look like Charles Woodson at the uh, in that. Oh, okay, Cardinal. Lee, you have a great game. He's really way too far. He's really enjoying the weather right now. <laughs> no, but no, Will Harris, he was solid towards the end of the year. Even Will Harris. I think our whole secondary was good. Yeah, and Campbell called him a KFT or Cafty, whatever, corner and a safety. 
Oh, oh that's a new one. Where so, that's so his position is no man's land. <laughs> a calfty. He is a football hell? player. I, I think, he, he's I a DB. He's, he's a DB. Honestly, I don't know if he's a lock this year. Does, he is he on special? Does he play good special teams? That's the question. Um, because if he doesn't, then he's on the on the. He bank. could he could play on special teams. I don't necessarily know if he's good or not. I haven't really paid attention to that. I think having a versatile player like that, I think I don't think he's getting cut. Because that's the thing. Uh, what do you, what do you have a player? Yeah, they if they don't play on special teams, like they're normally out. Well, you have to play more than at least you got to be multiple. You have to be able to play multiple positions, special teams or your position. But if you could, if you have a person, a player that could play safety and DB, I think they're very valuable. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if we have another guy like that. I have one more prediction. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez is going to be starting by week five. That's possible. That is that is my that is my Amon Ross St. Brown person this year. He's going to have a he's going to become a starter this year and have a really big year. That uh, I love, I love watching that guy. Play. I think I have one too. I think Chase Lucas could push AJ Parker off the roster. Oh, okay. I like the, I, li- I like that one more because than Chase could play inside and outside, and he's great on special teams. AJ Parker just played inside last year. He didn't play outside. And I'm I'm not sure if he contributed special teams. I don't think he did. Um, but I think Chase Lucas could potentially. Who's the push. guy that we got from TCU? The undrafted guy, uh, the tackle. Oh yeah, he could push Dan Skipper. Is it as a as a something like that? Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, uh, I, I I hope he beats him. I don't know. How, I don't know how to say his first name, but yeah, Ezo, Ezzy, Ezzo, Easy, big, big big Izzy. Yeah, big fucker. Yep. Call him that too. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we had snacks and Asian. We used to call him the big fucker. Yeah, we might we might need some new ones. I mean, Aleem's Aleem's there. I just need a I need a co partner. I don't know if Panasini is good enough for me to be calling like no, be part of that group yet. No, yeah, so I need to wait for that. All right, Lee, I appreciate you right, coming thanks, on. Guys. I yeah. I love your optimistic oh, yeah. view. Yo, Tyler, happy uh, happy belated, bro. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you yeah. so much. Take care, guys. Oh yeah, guys. So for those of you that don't know, Tyler turned twenty one over the weekend. I did. So. Tyler, um, no more orange juice for you. Now you can finally drink. No, I'm still sticking to the oranges. Still stick to my roots. Let's bring up. Um, I believe Tink wanted to come on. Okay, is he still here? Yeah, he's still in here. And if it's not him, we'll bring up um, Dragon Fruit Cane Smoke. Oh. <laughs> nice user. All right, let's let's bring up uh, Dragon Fruit. Um, cane smoke. What's up, man? Don't know where he is. Oh, try talking. Okay, hold up. He's gonna request it. He's trying. I could tell he he unmuted himself. We're gonna try this again. I think he went out and he left. Maybe he'll come back. All right, if anyone wants to come up, just request. If not, we're going to end this thing. I'm okay with the – I know we talked about this already, but I'm okay with the NFL not giving us more than one national TV game like outside of Thanksgiving because that's a given. I'm, I'm okay with that because they didn't deserve it. They don't deserve it right now. With the season that they had last year, they didn't they, deserve it. Why does Chicago deserve three of them? Okay, that's just blasphemy. I don't know. Chicago has three of them? I didn't know yep. that. 
Okay, there he is. Yeah, Dragon, yeah, there? Good. It was, uh, had a connection issues, but I left to come back. Um, what's good? I'm optimistic about the schedule, man. I think before the bye, I mean, I think three and two is pretty, like, a reasonable thing, but I could see us going two and three. I think the biggest question is, I have us losing at Minnesota, and Philly's going to be tough because I think Philly's going to have a good season, but, like, as the last speaker said, like, they are putting some office and pieces together, and, like, it's week one, anything can happen week one. I think the biggest question mark is at New England because I think we could beat them in a tough game, but, like, that's just – I don't, I don't want to be too optimistic, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, three and two, yeah. Th- 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 these teams right now that you're playing right now in the first five weeks, there's a lot of questions with I think all of them, including your team, including your team, obviously. But th- they're going to be like pretty close games. The Eagles still figuring it out. Washington's got a new quarterback. Minnesota, it's a division game. The Lions played them really well both games last year. They went one and one. Could have arguably went two and two and zero. Oh. Uh, Seattle, I think that's a very, very winnable game. And I think New England in New England is going to be – I think that one's going to be interesting. That's going to be a tough one because that's a tough environment. Mac Jones year two, it's going to be more installed to the offense. Ooh. So I think that one could be a tough one. But like I, like Malcolm said, like you said, I think three and two, I think that's very in play with these first five games. I really do think it's in play. Yeah, yeah. it's really – yeah. It's probably going to tell like if – like how we play week one against Philly. Like if we win that game, we're going to – like, depending how we play also, like, if we uh, keep the ball, like, rolling, like, fast, like, that will speed us until, like, just good confidence, especially with Dan Campbell. I mean, yeah, Mac Jones is the biggest question mark. Like, he can either step it up a notch or just have, like, a huge sophomore slump with everyone figuring him out. Um, Seattle, like, yeah, they're the Seahawks, but it's they're coming across the country with Drew Locke playing away. Like, we should be able to beat them, you know. I don't know. Yeah, having three home games and then your road travel is not really too bad. Going to Minnesota, you're still in the Midwest, and then going to New England, not a terrible plane ride there. So you're not doing much traveling. I believe I uh, I saw the Lions are the second-to-last team or the last team travel-wise, like going across the country. They're pretty much playing. Um, they're, they're not traveling too much compared to other NFL teams, which is which is also a very big positive. Yeah, this yeah. is the first year in, like, I don't even know, at least three or four years that we haven't had to travel West Coast. So, I, think, I mean, what's the farthest trip I'm looking right now? Is it um, Dallas? Dallas? Dallas, yeah. And, like, yeah. That's, that's, and that's after the bye week, too. So Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you have two weeks to prepare for that game. The only thing is just funny, like, they do it every year, but they always make us play at Lambeau last game of the year. They're just the Packers in general, if it's at Ford Field or Lambeau, yeah. It's usually the Packers. Seems like, at least. Yeah, that's what it seems yeah. like, man. Just I know. Are they doing that? Are you think they're doing that because they want the Packers to be set up for success? Is that is that we think? No, it is? I mean it's just division games. I mean, we played Minnesota two years ago, if that means anything. But I mean, it's usually Green Bay, though. Have we ever played the Bears week eight, like week seventeen? Yeah. Uh, Calvin Johnson's last game, twenty fifteen, in Soldier Field. Oh yeah. You would know the you would know the answer to that. <laughs> Damn, bro, your memory sound real. Guys, Tyler has like memory of like he has like Cal- superpowers. That's, that's Calvin's crazy. last that's Calvin's last game. Well no. appreciate you coming on, uh Dragon. Thanks for uh, coming on, man. Do we got anything else or anyone else? If not, we've been on for pretty much a little less than an hour. I think we're good. All right. Is that it? Okay. Appreciate you guys all coming on. 
I love the optimistic view this early on to the, you know, not I can't even call it a season yet because we're not even in training camp yet. We're still in middle of May. But, um, yeah, this is usually the tough part, though. After the schedule drops, this is usually the tough part of content because it's going to be pretty much dead after after this with as far as NFL news. But we'll figure it out. We're going to figure out how to make content still once a week. So look forward to that. We'll update you guys on our socials, on how we're going to do it all and what we post. But thank you guys so much for all the support throughout everything, man. I mean, Malcolm was telling me today the draft stuff is doing absolutely phenomenal still, and we're in the middle of May. So I just want to thank you guys all again. And um, with that being said, hope you guys all enjoyed. And I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Hope you guys are all enjoying this wonderful weather here in Michigan. And I am out. Peace. All right, y'all, it's your boy Malcolm, and like Tyler said, man, if you haven't caught our draft stuff, just go back in our in, in your you know your listening platforms and just tune into any of our draft content, man. They all came out great, and yeah, man, with that being said, I'm out. Peace.